Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So we're super excited to have a special guest with us today. I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, Jason. Great to be here. My name is Carla Santa Maria. You can call me Carla. I am a Latina success coach and I help mostly millennial women of color. You know, I work a lot with um, with women and with Latinas, but really um, I have a welcoming community. So mostly with millennial women of color and I help them increase their confidence so that they can take the next step in their life, whether that's in their career or, you know, that's their academics. Um, so, yeah, so that's a little bit about me. I love that. You know, confidence, I think, is such a huge uh topic and something that really holds people back from being able to live more fully. So I'm excited to hear that you do that work. Thank you for, you know, finding your lane in that and, and kind of allowing yourself to be used to support other people uh, and being able to cultivate their confidence. How is it that you found yourself doing this work? So that's actually um, a funny story because I, so I have a background in higher education. I've been in higher ed for um, over 10 years, well, education for 10 years, you know, I was in higher ed for five years, K through 12 prior to that. And for the longest time, even while I was still in college, people would come to me for career advice or to help them, you know, decide what to major in or to help them decide whether they should go to grad school or what kind of college. And, you know, and of course, as I got older, so did the kind of questions that I started getting were a little bit different. So it was like, oh, you know, should I go to this graduate program or should I go to you know, should I go into these two different, completely different career trajectories or should I take a step back? And so I would always joke, ah, ha, ha, I should do this, you know, on the side. Like, I think in a different life, I was a career consultant. And, you know, eventually I realized, wait a minute, why, <laughs> why don't I actually do this? And so that's how Coach by Carla was born. I love it. You know, listening to what's right in front of you. I think sometimes people with multi-talented, multi-passionate um, aspects of themselves kind of feel bogged down and like, oh, I don't know which direction to move. I'm not sure where to start or what to do. Um, and it's it takes some time to be able to listen beyond the noise to figure out what it is you're supposed to do in this season. So it sounds like you were able to, to hear, you know, what it was you were supposed to do. And I'm sure now it's really fulfilling and exciting to work with your clients. Um, for those who, you know, want to feel more confident about themselves, but maybe don't know where to start, what is it that you would say to them? I think I would have a conversation and really try to find out what stories they're telling themselves. You know, like what is, what are their inner beliefs? You know, because I, I didn't set out to be a confidence coach, actually. Like when I, when I, when I decided to launch Coach by Carla, I was marketing myself as a life transition coach. Um, and I, you know, that didn't really resonate with people. Um, I mean, I, I couldn't really explain it myself. So maybe because I couldn't explain it myself, I couldn't explain it, you know, to other people and they didn't know who I was or what I was doing. But what I've realized is that a lot of a lot of the people that I talk to, a lot of people um, who are navigating life transitions, are feeling 
imposter syndrome are feeling like maybe they're not good enough or maybe that they lucked into their job or that they lucked into their highly competitive graduate program. And so the work that I have actually ended up doing is to overcome that imposter syndrome and to increase confidence because no matter what stage in their life they are, no matter what transition they're navigating in their life, there's that self-doubt that creeps in. And so if someone is looking to increase their confidence, I would start a conversation by asking, you know, tell me, tell me about yourself. Tell me what, what makes you want to increase confidence? Because I firmly believe that confidence is internal. You know, a lot of times we get into this trap of seeking external validation. You know, we want to get (laughs) Yeah, thank you. We want to get the next degree because we think that's what we're supposed to do. We want to get the next promotion because we think that that's what we're supposed to do. But none of these things are going to actually ever have a meaningful impact in how we see ourselves because confidence is never going to come from an external source of validation. It has to come internal. You just stepped on somebody's toes today. We're just... (laughs) We're just going to start there, right? Because I, I think that this this cycle and this need to be validated externally, while it's not bad to have validation, right? It's not bad to enjoy being liked or cared for or wanted um, or seen, heard, and understood. But if it is necessary so you are not going to be okay or something, you know what I mean? Without it, then that's when we have to start looking deeper. And so for you, how is it that, um, how is it that someone can identify that that's even what they're doing? Are there certain like traits or certain things that they say or certain ways that they act that they'd be able to say, oh, I, I do that? Because how does someone identify themselves as being able to say, oh, that's something that I do? Yes. Okay. So I think for me, it starts with the, like how I define confidence and to make sure that we're, you know, all talking the same language that we're all all talking about the same thing. And so to me, confidence is walking into a situation and knowing that no matter what the outcome, your worth is not going to be diminished. So to me, that's confidence. You know, whether you are trying to speak for the first time in front of 300 people, you know what, maybe that speaking engagement is a catastrophe and you don't get that validation. But guess what? That doesn't make you any less worthy uh, of an individual. You know, so like just having that that knowledge that you have intrinsic worth, that's confidence. And so in terms of looking for traits, you know, um, so I, I tend to ask people, okay, so tell me about a time that you felt really good, you know? And so what, and, and that is in whatever area they may be seeking some help with. And so I'm going to use the example of career because that's very common, you know? So tell me about a time that you felt great. And so when they start saying things like, oh, you know, I got a round of applause and, you know, and then I, I got an email in which everybody was copied and I, and they, they praised me and, and that felt really good great. That's amazing. But if all their examples are seeking, you know, are from receiving external validation and none of them say things like, I know that I made a difference. I know that my hard work paid off. I know that my skills got me to where I am. Then, then that's a little bit of a red flag. And it's like, okay, let's, let's look for internal things and pause on the external things for a minute. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. 
So you are giving people a whole playbook of, of things that they can essentially work toward. Why would it be significant for someone to have support in this journey as opposed to reading self-help books and podcasts and all of that fun stuff? <laughs> because we, unfortunately, we are our own worst critic. I mean, I... Can you think of a really amazing woman, you know, who is just so accomplished and so beautiful and is dating losers? You know, it's like, oh my God, please love yourself more, you know? Or, oh yeah. Or, or even, you know, like not, you know, even outside of relationships, someone who is, you know, clearly brilliant and the most talented person on the team, and she's doing her boss's job instead of letting her boss do it. You know what I mean? And it's like, whoa. And so because so often we find ourselves in situations without support, or maybe because we're used to to fending for ourselves that we're scared to let other people in, you know? And so I think that a lot of people do seek do seek to do things by themselves as a defense mechanism. You know, it's like, I'm not going to give somebody else the opportunity to help because that's also giving somebody else the opportunity to hurt. Hmm. And yeah, and we don't want to hurt, you know, we want to be protected, but somebody from the outside can help you clearly, objectively identify your strengths. And that's my favorite thing. You know, when I mentioned this exercise, Hey, tell me about a time in which which you succeeded. And so we have that conversation. And then I, I asked them, what, what is that? You know, why was that successful? And what specific skills did you do to succeed? All right. So you said you were um, you know, great at public speaking. Okay. What skill did you use? All right. Well, I did research. All right. So what helped you develop that skill of research? And so then, um, this is a way in which I sort of code, you know, the strengths that someone has and help them see the, and help them see the concrete data. It's like, Hey, in each of the examples that you gave of success, here is this skill this this recurring theme of this skill appearing that you're not able to identify on your own, but that I'm just here from the outside, I can spot it right away. Wow. You know, I think there's a lot of people who, you know, have been to YouTube University and <laughs> been down the, the Google rabbit hole and for whatever, maybe they're embarrassed or ashamed or feel guilty for investing in themselves because if confidence is a part of the challenge then there's obviously some other things going on too. So, you know, for for them to be able to just book and and talk to you for a clarity call or sign up for for coaching, that's something that they should see as a win and that they should allow to boost their confidence because of the investment they're making in themselves. And maybe it's this idea of allowing, right? Allowing yourself to see your wins, allowing yourself to see these coded strengths that you mentioned. And I love the idea of coding your strengths. It's genius for one. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. And, and it's hard to see your own blind spots. So I was just live and talking about, you know, is it possible to get out of quicksand by yourself? No, not logically. That doesn't make sense. So why is it that we think that somehow we're supposed to be able to um, increase our self-esteem, go for a promotion, negotiate a higher salary, start a business, you know, ask for what we want and need in a relationship? Things that we also were never taught growing up. We weren't really taught conflict management. We weren't really taught healthy communication, depending on what kind of family you grew up in. And we think that as adults, without the knowledge and experience, that we're supposed to learn how to do that 
by ourselves like in a day, you know, it's wild. And so that piece on investing in yourself and understanding how to allow someone else to support you and help you identify and code, like you mentioned, your strengths is huge. So for anyone listening, if you feel like coached by Carla is someone who resonates with you and might be, you know, a good fit, even just to follow her page, see what she's talking about. You need to be, um, conscious of the information you're consuming but if you want to tap in okay confident people don't hesitate so if you want to just tap in if you want to be confident you're gonna go sign up today um but definitely make sure to follow her now what would you say about roadblocks right so even if someone is confident their life isn't perfect how does a confident person handle life's challenges oh i love that question uh because it's, you know, one of my favorite things is self-advocacy, you know, so identifying a roadblock as what it is. It's just a roadblock. It's part of the road. It is not a dead end. And so making that differentiation, being able to look at an obstacle and understanding that there's a way to work through it. And that a lot of the times, yeah, that's going to come from internal, you know, internally. One of my um, experiences that I think shaped my life um, is when I was, a child and I moved to the United States with my family and in my home country of Honduras I had just finished the third grade and it was the same schedule as US schools and I moved to the United States and because my birthday is September 6 they wanted to put me with the next um, the next year's sort of you know batch of kids so to speak because the deadline for a birthday the cutoff date excuse me was september 1st so when i when you know when my parents enrolled me in school the administrators all told them hey your daughter's going to be in third grade and my mom just she refused to accept that she you know she was very polite and you know very calm and i i always think about how brave she must have been to advocate for me as a brand new immigrant, as someone who didn't speak English, but was still going to a school administration and say, hey, my daughter already finished third grade. You cannot waste another year of her life by making her do third grade again. And so my mom was able to convince the school administrators and the principal, you know, um, to test me out and to enroll me in fourth grade so that I didn't waste a year of my life, hmm. you know? And I think about that experience so much because, you know, how many, how many of us have the courage and strength to go up against an institution when we speak the language? Wow. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah. So like, I think about that and I think about how many of us look at obstacles as dead ends and say, well, time to turn around, time to, I tried it and it didn't work and I hit a dead end. So I'm just going to go back to my comfort zone. But no, recognizing that it's merely an obstacle, recognizing that it's not a dead end. Like, you know, recognizing that, hey, just peek around the corner and look, you'll be able to get through it. Or, hey, you know, you just have to try these different things. So you just have to use your strengths. Now that we've identified your strengths, you just have to use your strengths to get over this obstacle. It is not a dead end unless you decide that it is. Woo! Y'all, y'all need to go ahead and take a picture of this podcast episode, share it to your stories, tag Atchison's Gems, tag Coached by Carla, okay? And put that on, put that in there, put that in there, that it's not a dead end. It's just redirection. It's just time to move in um, maybe a, a way that you didn't consider before. And 
entertain the idea that, you know, maybe things aren't going to go exactly as you plan, but they're always going to be working out in your favor. I think that's a part of it is maybe we also have some perfectionistic traits, perfectionism traits, let me say, um, and really loving to adhere to a plan that we've created, wanting to know step-by-step how things are going to go. And sometimes that's just not how life works. So our ability to be flexible, you said self-advocacy, and that is something that we would hope that we would learn growing up. But for whatever reason, sometimes our parents don't know how to do it to do it for us, or they didn't do it in front of us for us to see them having done it, or maybe they weren't able to teach it to us, or maybe we didn't learn it in school. Regardless, you as an adult now, have the opportunity to learn the skill. So just like you learned how to feed yourself, walk, talk, put your clothes on, brush your teeth, this too is a skill that you can cultivate and learn. And if you try to have that fast pass like Disneyland, then you're gonna help, you're gonna invest to get help for that because it's gonna make it so much more clear. So you you just keep dropping these gems I feel like, you know, this could be really helpful for someone listening and make sure to let Carla know, make sure to let me know, leave a review so that we know that you want to hear more about this. Maybe you want to have confidence specific to career, confidence specific to relationships. This is, uh, you know, a show where we want to make sure we're giving you the information that's going to help you progress. And um, your communication with us is going to make sure that that is the case. So, what else would you offer as far as anything that we haven't touched on before we wrap up? So one, um, I just do want to reiterate a point that you just made that, com- you know, how things are skills and skills can be developed. Confidence is a skill. Self-advocacy is a skill. You know, nobody is born playing the piano. Nobody is born being the world's best NBA player. No, these are skills. We expect and accept that athletes are going to train lots of hours every single day. You know what I mean? So, and that is how they are wildly successful. So why would we expect to be wildly successful without putting in the work? Um, mm. so, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and sometimes there's that, there's that disconnect where people think that, you know, things are just supposed to be easy. You know what I mean? Or maybe we compare ourselves to others and say, oh, it's so easy for them. Um, it's easy for them now because they've been working on this skill for 10 years, you know? <laughs> so making that false comparison is something that we have to, to realize that it's false. You know, we're, we're looking at someone's highlight reels. We're not looking at their training. We're not looking at the effort they put in every single day. And so that is where, um, that is a place to start. Just like knowing, like having an open mind in that, yes, you know what, I'm on this journey and this journey may not be easy. This journey may have some bumps, but that's it. They're just bumps. They're not dead ends. And just being willing to navigate that. Um, my favorite analogy to make is actually it's so funny because I was sitting in traffic and I saw this, you know, one of those signs where they have different things and it was a road sign and it said, work in progress, expect delays. And as I'm sitting in traffic, I just thought that was so profound, you know, because why, 
when we, you know, if we accept that we're work, you know, that we're a work in progress, then we need to also accept that there may be delays, there may be unforeseen circumstances, there may be some, you know, some fire to put out, you know, like, yes, you were on your way to this brand new promotion, and all of a sudden your car got stuck, and you got stuck in the rain for five hours, and you couldn't call them, and you, you know, you missed that job interview, but hey, guess what, that experience can teach you something, you know, like, so maybe, um, you know, like, maybe, it teaches you resilience. It teaches you self-advocacy. It teaches you to be transparent, um, you know, with your potential employer and say, hey, actually, I got stuck in the rain because my car broke down and I don't have AAA, you know, or, or anything of the sort. So, yeah, so just remembering that we are a work in progress and that we are here on this journey and that, you know what, every every bump in the road is a learning opportunity. And so if we look at things with that mindset, then we can really begin to say, hey, guess what? I've, I've come across this bump in the road before. I know how to handle it. And the more we, we remember things like that and the more we document things like that, because that's something else that I work with my clients and documenting their wins, the more we can look back and say, oh, look at all these things I know how to handle. Look at how far I've come. Look at my skill set. And so just having that concrete proof that we've done hard things and we've overcome hard things and that we've grown from them that can increase our confidence and that can help us get to our next step. That can help us navigate whatever season of life, whatever transition we are currently in, you know, just having that confidence, looking back and saying, Hey, I've done hard things in the past. I can do hard things in the future. That is how we succeed. Dropping the gems boy. So where can everyone stay connected and get to know you more and, and what you do? Yes. So I mostly hang out on Instagram. So I'm at, at coach by Carla. Um, and I'm there, I'm doing lives all the time and I, you know, take questions and, but also on Instagram, you can find, um, the link to book a clarity call with me. So this is an opportunity before, before signing a coaching client, I really like to give us the opportunity to get to know each other, to ensure that it's the right fit, because so many things in life are just about finding the right fit. So they have that opportunity. Um, if they're not on Instagram, it's okay. I'm also on Facebook and on TikTok, on TikTok only a little bit. So mostly Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So we're going to make sure to come over there. We're going to make sure to to follow, like, comment, subscribe, all the things um, to support you in the work that you're doing. And we truly appreciate you for coming on the show and sharing such serious gems on how to level ourselves up to be able to design the life of our dreams, step more fully into our purpose, and live in a way that we are you know, proud of um, our legacy isn't just something that's monetary. It's it's a legacy that is of energy. It's a legacy that how do we pass down confidence? Well, first we have to learn it for ourselves before we can pass it down to our nieces and nephews and children and cousins and all of that fun stuff. So I'm so glad to have met you and um, been able to connect. I truly appreciate you for the work that you do. And we will make sure to continue to support you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great to be here. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. 
whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.